0: Oh. Uh, can you hear me? I can hear hello.
1: You. You, you sound and you look great.
0: Thank you. I'm in my sister's room because she's not here. Hey guys. For now. Whoa. Whoa. You
2: made it.
1: Okay, so let's see. Um, you guys have any photos for tonight? I I was thinking. Okay. Also, I want to talk about a bug's life. But mm-hmm. I also want to talk about Bill and Ted's uh, Excellent Adventure.
2: You know, George Carlin is also in Dogma. Wow. He's
0: and he's in, in Bill and Ted's, right? And he's in mm-hmm. Bug's Life? Uh,
2: Yeah. Is he? He's in Cars, but he's the first one.
1: That's not but a Bug's Life, though. It's not. It's but a car it's, life.
0: It's a car life. Well, Kevin. we all know Kevin Spacey and what he did. He's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Here's um a picture of I just found it of the director of Bug's Life from that time.
2: John Lasseter. Oh yeah, there he is.
0: That's him. <laughs> Spitting image. That's, That's the fashion that was very fashionable at that time. Yep.
2: For all <laughs> sexual predators.
0: So okay, so so here's uh
1: here, here's my my position. Okay. This is, this is what I want the entire investigation to hinge on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Kevin Spacey and John Lasseter aren't from this time, okay? Fair or maybe they are from this time and somehow they went back into time and, and uh-huh. ad- adopted some of the cultures, some of the cultural norms of, the, of that time. So Kevin Spacey goes back to ancient Greece and... And gets really, really into you know like sexing up little boys because that's you know he feels sense. like it. Man. Right? Right. And then uh John Lasseter, he goes to he goes to sixteen sixty-six and you know it's the renaissance and he's he's touching women. He's seen a lot of naked women on on not on camera, on film what he's mm-hmm. making, but on paintings. And so I think that they kind of used their their time travel, kind of like Bill and Ted, I see, to, to kind of manipulate uh, the universe to their to their liking. And I feel yeah. like this this past year was like the final like stop, like everyone stopped them from doing what they were
0: doing. It was bad. It was bad. That's what I think. like, what am I gonna wear tomorrow? I just not a you... light a pat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Friday sorry. night, I'm going out to the clubs. Like, what am I supposed to wear? Mm-hmm. A hat that doesn't light up? Are you going to Italy?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love it. i forgot about that poster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Italy is dope, man.
2: Yeah,
0: it will be cool. It'd be better with a light up hat, but <laughs> yeah, you're right. On the plane. <laughs>
2: Fit in with the locals, you
0: know? The new style. Get all those attractive Italian women. (laughs) That would actually be a really good TV show. Me just macking on Italian women with a light-up hat. Mm -hmm. See how that goes. Flashy Mark. (laughs) Bella, Bella. (laughs) Bellissima. I love it. Uh,
1: Okay well what else do got for this investigation
2: um I'm, i think i found some ant videos like i have a theory that they also had some like funny business where uh they probably they did a lot of reshoots on this
1: okay Fair or way. maybe not
2: reshoots i don't know because it's like it was a finished film i like the idea of them going back
1: well exactly So it, right I feel like a, a a lot of these other people, like Hayden Panettiere, Phyllis Diller, Richard Kind, you know, Dave Foley, all these other people, they're not really like, like they weren't time travelers. I feel like they were just given the the opportunity later on in life by John Lasseter. Mm. Okay, now okay, here's here's my my idea for this. John Lasseter premiered this movie in 1666. Uh-huh. And it won the Oscar, right? everyone knows that that's that's world history. But I believe that he then took the movie back under his you know like his kind of vision and then worked on it again for another 300 and you know some odd years and then you know thought everyone forgot about it and then submitted it again to the Oscars, okay? And then bada bing, bada boom, he wins again. He gets a double win. For well,
2: no one had the format, the right format to play the film in uh, 1998.
1: Exactly. You didn't have IMAX in 1998.
2: Right. It was on too large of a format.
1: Yeah, too large. So that's that's one of the things that that I think this movie has. It was a it's, it's a false flag twice because you you can't show a movie and then 300 years later because <clears throat> everyone died show the same movie and expect it to win the oscar and it won an oscar so i feel like he cheated he did cheat and he's basically they got a lot to answer to
0: it was a double you're whammy to,
2: you're not supposed to be able to do that you submit the movie once now like we were talking about before you can submit a film later like premium rush is doing this year mm-hmm. exactly. uh, the shoe-in as we like to call it
1: exactly <laughs> yeah.
2: Scott. got it but you can only do it once. They, they, they did it twice because it won the best picture in 1666. It's not supposed to be
1: mm-hmm.
2: available again. Can't I don't know how they this. got away with this. It, I'm really upset about it.
1: It, it truly is the fact that everyone is dead from, from the Academy. And so then they, they have a short, you know, they're like birds. They got a short lifespan.
0: Uh, for the Who uh, hosted the mm-hmm. Oscar that year? 1666?
1: I think it, was, it had to be Shakespeare.
0: Shakespeare?
1: I was going to say yeah, Billy I mean, Crystal. Well, I mean, he did do, like, a pretty long run. He has got some good
0: stuff. He's got some good stuff. No,
1: that was probably before City Slickers. So he's probably (laughs) not not as famous. probably doing some more blue comedy. Dirtier jokes. Dirtier jokes. He went really family-friendly after City Slickers. You know, that
2: early – got to really check out that early, like, dirty stuff, too, because he just is, like, no holds bar. He lets them have it.
0: It is unreal.
1: It is gross. It is sick. How, how, just how down in
0: the, in the guts. Just jokes about is. the plague. There, just really too soon. Yeah. yeah, yeah Super too soon. <laughs> he was like the first one to tell plague
2: jokes during the plague. So he it was, on,
1: yeah, it, he was, all, he
2: was ridden out of town, like almost tarred and feathered. Mm-hmm. That's how crass it was and really inappropriate. And,
1: and, and really, if we're talking about the, the, the whole tar and feathering incident, that's how monster zinc was, was was started, okay He originally uh, was was going to and andy circus himself and and, and and motion capture his part, but they said that it, it was too moving for children and, and, and they would they would cry and and some of them would realize just how insignificant they are too soon. so they, they had to make it into more of a cartoon. but really he uh, he was the inspiration for monster Inc., Billy Crystal. so mm. we can look into that later. But for now, I want to focus on A Bug's Life, okay? John Lasseter did a lot of bad things in his life, and I believe this movie was one of the first ones. This was the seed that grew into the evil tree that is now Pixar Animation Studios.
0: started early.
1: It started very early.
0: It's so much earlier
2: than I I thought, too. Like, when we were first tracking it and going through the, the web, of hauntedness of Pixar, I was really taken aback of how hard because I was I was just a little baby back mm-hmm.
0: then.
2: Uh, baby. I thought that was those were fun movies. I really loved them, but even those were haunted.
1: Exactly. I mean, we already talked about the movie Cars and just how haunted those cars are, and you know, you and and when you're running on haunted gas, you can only get so far. So I don't know what they expect to – like how far they expect these cars to go, but really it, they're running on empty. And soon enough, the entire world will know just how empty they are. Um, but Coco was very good, and that's what really troubles me. But it had ghosts in it. So and, – and, and a movie that's so brazenly about ghosts just really makes me wonder how, how comfortable they really think they are, you know? That's true. They're not hiding anymore. It's it's not even like like they're not even behind a veil. They're out now, out in the open, taking a you know a huge dump in front of everybody. And I don't know. I mean, Coco was good, but what's what's the cost? You know,
0: the world. Exactly, but I mean, yeah, it's it's terrible.
1: I mean, I. But here's the thing: we're we're getting away from the point because, and and I feel like this may be John Lasseter's. Whole mo is that he made so many good you know movies and he gets so many good choices that you can sometimes forget about all the terrible things he did, like *A Bug's Life*.
0: So mm-hmm. let's get back to *The Bug's Life*. Okay, I would like to do a little sick history lesson. So it's the year 1665. Um, movies were made a bit differently back then. One, there wasn't, um, there were, there weren't any cars. It was horse and buggies. No, no lights. Not like that. It'd be a candle. Lots of candles. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of rope. So I actually have a picture of the shooting of Bug's Life. Just so you guys get an idea of what, like, a gritty just – it was tough. They put a lot of work into this. Right. And you can see just, like, all the work that's going into the filming. There's mm-hmm. a –
1: Wow. Can, can you please explain wow. this for the podcast listeners,
0: Mark? Certainly. Um, there's director John Lasseter. And um, those are the animators on the ground. Um, I think they're taking a break from drawing okay, right now. Yes. But they didn't even have desks back then. They had to do a lot of drawing on the cobblestones. And... Um, the guy with the big hat is the producer wearing a traditional uh, producer's hat of yes. the time. And the cane, the, um, producer, the producer's cane. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Used um,
1: to smite interns with.
0: Yes, precisely. And then down there, the the guy on the ground with his mouth open is actually the voice actor for Flick. And that's the way they recorded voice actors back then is they would uh, wow. scream at to the heavens and, um, they'd set up a big, um, an awning and they would catch the words into the awning and made
1: mm-hmm. you're, you're talking about Dave Foley. Yeah. That's the actor, Dave Foley.
0: Dave Foley. Yeah. <laughs> played flick. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Really tragic though, about Dave Foley is, uh, three years later, he, he got the plague and died. So his IMDB page is rather short. But he'll
2: live on forever because they actually named the technique of when they sat on his chest and to make the noise for the film. It's Nowadays, we call it Foley effects, mm-hmm. And that's where it comes from, for Dave Foley to commemorate. Oh,
0: yeah, check it out on 9GB. Uh, rest in peace, Dave. Rest in peace. <laughs> there he is. Rest in peace, buddy. He was a pretty smart dresser for 1660.
1: Yeah, and you know, they, this, is, this is actually a painting of, of, of his posthumously yeah. done by Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, and you can really tell the joy um, and, and his smile. It says it all. It says, you know, I, I worked hard, I lived hard, and I played hard.
0: Mm-hmm. And you can't have So I think what the director was doing is bugs were just such a part of everyday life. I mean, mm. bugs everywhere. And so what he wanted to do is kind of similar to what Shakespeare was doing at the time, and just go with what was going on around him. And at the time, there were lots of bugs. So, of Because it was dirty back then. Very dirty.
1: I would imagine that any, any time before the year 2000 was a shithole. So that's just the mm. truth. That's just what I believe. You, you, you can say what you want. But if, it, if I would uh, be anywhere in the world, it would be anywhere after the year 2000, after Y2K. Yes,
2: but uh, Geo uh, is also a young man. So if there's only if there's older persons out there that can uh, you know live tweet in, uh, let us know what it was like before 2000, just to verify,
0: because no, uh, I be do great. believe
2: it probably was a shithole, But we don't really have, we have no experience.
1: idea. The geezers out there are uh, they don't know how to use uh, the Twitter. They don't know how to use their 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 stupid email. They lost the password and they don't even have Wi Fi. So you're
0: wasting your breath rob mm-hmm. i mean so anyhow the movie gets made and it's a big hit um let me just read some reviews of oh, yes. the film second
1: reviews now this is some classic stuff
0: these are some good um these are some reviews of the film when it came out and just to show you how excited people were um so this was in comparison to the film um with God, you are stronger than your struggles and more fierce than your fears. A bug's life provides comfort and strength to those who trust in it. Be encouraged, Whoa. keep standing, and know that everything's gonna be all right. That was um, Germany Kent, just delighted with the go- A Bug's Life, which I mean, of course, of course. gave a five-star review.
1: So this movie was was loved in 1666. That's mm-hmm. that's not de- debatable. Yeah, that, it was the sure. best
2: picture. It was hands down. Yeah. Uh, which is why it's so egregious that they thought that they could just bring it back in the 90s and pretend like uh, the movie never happened.
1: And I wanna I wanna point a finger. Okay, I think it's time that I start pointing pointing fingers. Um, my the first finger that I'm gonna point is at Robert Downey Jr. Okay. Now this has this has nothing to do with with uh, this movie other than the fact that I believe that Robert Downey Jr. has a lot of say in in Hollywood today. Okay. And I just wanted to say that sometimes when you have a lot of power, you have a lot of influence. You let things slip behind you. Okay. You take a role in order to to you know to get some money. You donate money to a certain uh, you know think tank. And suddenly, you know, you, you get uh a whole brief case of money on on your doorstep, okay? The things that RDJ are doing is unfathomable. So I just want to point a finger real quick at Robert Downey Jr. And just say, you're on notice. I'm watching you, bud. But when it comes to this movie, I do feel like he has a lot of say in Pixar, it's just he's behind the scenes. And I can't prove it yet, but I will find a way. Um but when this well, as far as this movie is concerned, I want to talk about Kevin Spacey.
2: Well, I think that brings up a good point, Gio, and I think this is something we've been talking about and I think this is something that all of you can look forward to. I think, you know, Gio's alluding to is the Disney vault, and we need to find a way to break in.
1: Exactly. Now, I believe that Robert Downey Jr. has the code to the Disney vault. He's been working with uh associated with Marvel, who is now a subsidiary of Disney. Surprise, so surprise. He, surprise. A, he absolutely has the keys to the Disney vault. If we can get his cooperation, or if somebody can, can make a clone of a key to the Disney vault, one of his assistants, I know you watch the show. If you can get a key to us, we can get in the Disney vault just for 30 minutes, and that's all the evidence that we need. Okay? But Kevin Spacey, in this movie, I believe he is the reason John Lasseter submitted it twice he's greedy so here's my my theory okay and 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 i want to say this is a theory because i have tested this in the lab and i have and i have gotten the same results in different different times okay now i believe personally that john lassiter and kevin spacey were time travelers okay they traveled in time back to the year 1666 they also traveled back to the year of ancient Greece. So, BCs. Okay. They were in the BCs. They were talking to Socrates, but they called him a different name. They called him Socrates. Okay. Socrates.
0: It's,
2: that's actually the correct so- pronunciation. We've got it wrong for this whole time. It's Socrates.
1: Exactly. And that's Socrates. what he preferred to go by. So they called him by his name. And that's so important. And their journey would have been fine had Kevin Spacey not not have gotten greedy. Now, for a moment, they were trapped in the year 1666, and they assumed lives of, of just normal lives. John Lasseter decided to make the most ambitious movie he'd ever made in his entire life. And he did. And Kevin Spacey helped. But Kevin Spacey was greedy and knew how much money they could make in 1998. So, they resubmitted the movie because of Kevin Spacey and because Robert Downey Jr did not say anything to stop them okay because silence is the same thing as
0: as violence that's true um, and the thing is is when bugs life came out for the first time in 1660 as in france and it was called le vie and bug which roughly translates to a bug's life. So just a little tidbit there. That's a fun fact and that's fact. True. trivia.
1: So and, and and one of the sad parts about uh, about this movie is 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 the fact that there was such an achievement done in 1666 and it, and and it kind of dampens it the fact that they released it 300 years later because then other movies were kind of finally doing the same thing.
0: Yeah, they um, caught up to it.
1: They finally caught up to it. But the thing was that all it was was that John Lasseter had a very powerful computer that Da Vinci made, I believe. That's that's why that's, that's my guess. I, I I can only imagine how they made this movie at the time. But the graphics that they had they had to make in that in that time in 1666, it had to be impossible, right? Well,
2: just think of it like a flip book that you got to just like make a thousand pages of. And then times a thousand to make it the size of an IMAX screen and just like doing it all by hand in candlelight and uh fully being pressed on this whole time as well. And think about like the amount of time people think of doing like voiceover work being really quick and easy. True. Back then it was hard because they had to do it as they were flipping the pages.
1: Is that true, Mark? Or I mean, I don't know how they did this movie. I wasn't there. John Lasseter. Uh, maybe
2: you should study geo, uh, the ancient arts,
0: uh, and non.
1: I, I wish I could,
0: but what was that question? Time. I missed it. I'm sorry. You guys were coming out. The connection we're, stunk. Right, doubting the validity of my research
1: and my debating, thesis papers. We're debating how this movie was made. I I believe it was a hyper supercomputer that John Lasseter himself had helped with Da Vinci.
0: Well, and, I don't, yeah.
1: And they Rob did, here is, is, is saying that this is the, the work of a, of a man, not a machine.
0: Well, they didn't have computers back then. So I, I think I might have to side with Rob, but what they did have was swords. There was swords back then. Okay. Um, there was scrolls. In fact, IMDb back then, there was no World Wide Web. Remember that? It was just a scroll. And then once you were in a film, that? Da Vinci?
1: Da Vinci in, invented lots of stuff, guys. You guys, yeah. you guys don't know that he didn't invent the internet. You guys don't know that he didn't invent uh, computer graphics and, and animation at the time. So uh, all, all of a sudden, you guys are, are, are saying a bunch of naysayers kind of uh, talk. And it's like you're not even the people, the investigators, the open-minded investigators that I, I grew to love. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm just say,
2: saying I'm just this like, is this 20 is 20 what years. I know this is what I've been taught of how movies were made back then maybe I mean like okay maybe something strange was going on maybe someone brought a computer back there but that's just nothing I ever even heard of before
0: you know what I think both of you guys are kind of right but when we say computer we're using the term loosely we're not meaning computer of course and about he just put like, it down to his computer, did you guys see that on the camera? I tried to make it yeah. visible, but we're, we're talking probably like a scroll, two torches, a scroll computer, yeah, and sure. like maybe some cow shit and kind of sure. like
2: <laughs> a, a player piano almost, right? Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, an animated
1: player piano, it could be something mm. like that, it could be a, a dozen of those. All I'm saying is that Da Vinci had his, his you know, thumb on the scale of the future, and, and he was pushing towards a certain direction. And I you feel know, like a lot of people threw away a lot of his inventions because hmm. he didn't understand them at the time.
2: I Have you guys heard of the myth of the missing notebooks, though? Is, is, is this a movie? No, it's it's what happened to Da Vinci. He has all these notebooks, you know, his famous notebooks, that he was super secret. He would write them backwards so people couldn't read them.
1: Interesting. Legend
2: has it that the ones that we have are only a fraction of his total library
1: exactly he
2: had all so much stuff stashed away things that he invented you know he invented parachutes and airplanes Mm -hmm. and tanks
1: and probably Wi-Fi.
2: who knows Mm -hmm. who knows
1: i mean and, and the thing is okay so here's here's my position why are we even talking about this movie in the first place right why because we believe that this movie is haunted correct right Am I, right? am I right? Am I right? Am I wrong? It's got serious
2: knotted vibes around it. Uh, yeah.
1: 1666 won 666. This year was a dangerous year. It came out and it won the Oscar because it was an evil and, and misguided year. Also, it was a feat of, of technological grace, but at what cost? Who, who did it? Da Vinci. Now, Vinci, duh, Vinci, okay? It almost kind of sounds like devil, okay? Da Vinci devil. It's almost the same if you, if you really think about it. And my, I think uh, if you do
2: like an ambigram, it will work.
1: Somebody can do it for us. Um, I'm, I'm not certified to do anagrams here. But what I am certified is to make assumptions that I believe that Da Vinci was inspired by or in cahoots with the devil and whatever he did made this movie evil the animation itself is evil and it somehow convinced kevin spacey to show itself again 300 years later so i mean i don't know i don't know what is in this movie all i know is that it is an ancient evil that da vinci himself put in there that's what i believe
2: So on that, I think I have something to share with the group. Um, And I think it's really important that we take a look. Um, This is a old uh, archive footage that when I was doing some research, I found out there was some original footage Mm -hmm. from this film that they did not include in it. Uh, So this has never been seen, not even in 1666. This is some uh, cutting room floor stuff. So I'm going to show it to you guys. you know, and we're just going to see how it goes. Maybe, you know, I had some bad vibes about it, so I kind of shut it off real quick. Uh, so I, please, like, get some gear on. It's on. Um, it was given to me in very mysterious circumstances that I'd rather not go into right now. But just know this is potent stuff.
1: Okay. And for the podcast listeners, I just put my, uh, my glasses on their uh, protectors. And Mark has his own on as well.
0: Okay,
2: here we go
1: oh Whoa. my god
2: that's scary yeah pretty it's, spooky right wow
1: oh my god now he they're showing ants the heads of ants podcast listeners a colony of ants fighting with a uh-huh. some kind of tarantula or or daddy uh-huh. like.
2: oh no wait what's what's
1: uh-huh. uh, going uh-huh. on ah! No, no oh the ants. Gosh, what's happening they're everywhere oh, Oh, the
0: they were to Rob. They are oh. crawling all
1: over me. Close your mouth, Rob. They'll go in your mouth. Oh my God, oh. they're crawling in his nose. Somebody get nine one one. Are you allergic? Very. Chew, chew them. Chew them. Chew them. Chew, chew them in, them. in chew your mouth. mouth. Okay. Oh my God, Rob has just gone offline. I think he's being eaten alive, or either that, or having some kind of strange treatment happening having to do with some kind of ants. I'm not sure exactly what's happening.
0: I'm gonna miss them.
1: Wait, he's, oh, he's back. Hi. hi, Rob. Yes. Rob. What? Where are the ants? What, what happened? Yeah, the ants? The ants. You, what? you, you were covered in ants. You, I was? You, you were covered in ants. Yes, of course. You, we, we saw all no, the no, ants no. surrounding you. No,
2: we were just watching the video. What
1: but didn't then look
2: like that? Something happened, and now I'm here.
1: You're in the same place, no?
2: I don't know, guys. I'm feeling, I'm not feeling good about what just going on. What just happened. I think we're dealing with some serious magic,
1: guys. We just experienced a, a temporal shift in our dimension. Something evil is afoot, and I believe it is a bug's life. Showing that footage from a bug's life, that behind-the-scenes, never, never before unseen footage. Must have triggered something in, 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 in the demonic presence in the movie. It woke it up. Rob, are you okay? I,
2: I think I'm going to be all right. Um, I'm honestly, I just don't know what just happened. I feel like I just skipped a beat. I w- we were watching the video and I went out and now I'm here.
1: I can't. Um, all I can say is that I saw you covered in in, in, a, in a lot of ants, and I saw you choking and. And frankly, I, I never want to see that again. Are you so okay, Rob? If, if, if you say that it happened to you, then I'm, I'm okay with saying that it happened to you either.
2: You know, guys, I think this is a real wake-up call for me as well. I thought I was progressing so much after returning from the ghost dimension, but obviously I'm starting no. to regress. And, you know, just these glasses alone, I don't think that's going to cut it anymore. I need a, some more protection.
0: You're right. You know... And, Rob, if I've learned anything from Ghost in the Scene, it's that history repeats itself. And I worry that you're going to make this movie again, and it wouldn't be the first time, it wouldn't be the second time, it wouldn't be the third time, it would be the fourth time. Let me slap some history on you. Um, 100 years later, after Bug's Life comes out, the year is 1766. Okay. A young colonist by the name of Benjamin Franklin, you might know him, gets the idea to put a little tweak on the Bugs Life film. This was for DreamWorks Pictures, of course. He puts out a new movie called Ants. Of course. Oh.
1: Yes. But, but it's, ants. The, heard about same,
0: this it's the same thing, but somehow. It's about- like a Z, with a Z
2: as well. Ants. And then... Is a very evil way to spell ants.
0: Then we skip forward about a little over 100 years. In fact, it could even be... No, between 100 and 200 years. Math can be tough for me. So the year was 1915. Wow. A young Rockefeller, the young steel baron in New York... 1915, encounters young comedian Jerry Seinfeld and makes a fun movie, this time about bees. A bee movie. A bee, a bee movie. movie. And the cycle continues because it's been over 100 years. Rob, are you going to make A Bug's Life again? I mean, And I... why is the ghost... What's happening and why is the ghost run media keep on repeating itself every hundred years? Why bugs? An ant movie you say,
2: you know, I wasn't considering it before, but when you say it so convincingly, I think that sounds like a good idea. Thank you, Mark.
1: Mark, what, Don't. You've, just done, what you've just done is com- you're a shill. You're a shill for the ghost run media, Mark. You just plant, you incepted Rob, and to make I the do it. great. Life.
2: I think people need to see more movies about ants. No, don't we're, do it, Rob. We're on a bug watch. Oh, hmm. Maybe there's other bugs to cover. That's a good point, Mark. Maybe ladybugs. No, like a Wait, girls no, it, trip with ladybugs.
1: There's a there's there's a there's a whole there's a movie called Lady Bird. Oh. Now maybe it's because ladybug was was taken, which is why they called it Lady Bird.
2: They do have little wings on them, right? This could be
1: a bug. I just movie. don't think is Ladybird I... a bug movie. Is what I want to know. We need a...
2: there, there was no bugs.
1: This. I didn't see it, so I have I have no idea. But Mark, you're saying there's no bugs in La- Lady Bird, which is maybe. Ladybug. Yeah,
0: there wasn't. No bugs. Okay. We're safe.
1: Okay. Well, for this right now, that was that was 2016, in 20 or <sighs> 2017, 2018. We have to look out for all new. Bug movies, Rob. Even, yeah. Okay, and and this is something maybe on the brighter side for you, Mark. Even if Rob were to start production on his movie today, he wouldn't be able to finish in time for uh, Christmas. For, for you know, for because it's not gonna it's not gonna happen. He's not gonna have all all the editing, all the production. It's gonna take too long for casting,
0: all the comedic actors want, to do the voices. If you,
1: exactly. If you want. What's his name? Cal Massey. If you want Raven Simone, if you want, um, you know, the Cheetah Girls. I think
2: you're underestimating the power of who Rob Thomas knows in this town. I, all right, if, just mark my if, words, guys. There's gonna be a bug movie by the end of this year, and you're gonna love it.
1: Hillary no, Hilary Duff's a hard a hard person to get on the phone. Okay, Rob, I've tried, but okay. okay. So so start now, and, and get on you know get on hold and wait your turn.
0: I just well I mean maybe that's that's when you called, you know? Be careful, Rob. There's four horsemen of the apocalypse. And this would be the four bug movie that Hollywood's you know. produced. And that do you want to trigger the end of the world, Rob? Do you want that on your hands? The movie. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I like where you're going with
1: that. that. I'm not on board with with either stopping or accelerating the apocalypse. I believe there is a natural course for this world and it has to go one way or another. And I'm not going to stop it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna start it. There are ghosts that I have to expose before this this night is over, before my life is is extinguished. If you know what I'm saying. I need to fight a spiritual war with ghosts. I don't care about the apocalypse. You know what I'm saying? I have a, I have a cause, a spiritual cause. This movie should be burned, should have been burned 300 years ago. We have to be on watch. We have to be vigilant. If there's a bug movie that comes out this year, we have to protest.
2: Unless it's made by me. I think you should all pay some money to go see it. (laughs) It's going to be great. Before. It's already well, getting great reviews.
0: That's the problem. They're too good. Like all these movies are really good. And you should be that should be the first red flag. When you're watching ants, when you're watching a B movie, you're like, This is amazing. Like this is too good. This is too good. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld's a bee, a smart talking bee. Like and, uh, and he, and he has it just writes itself. You know what's you know what's sad about this is that
1: every everybody in all those movies they all have to go to work. You know, and, and frankly, that's a dystopian society where everybody has a job and everybody wants wants to work. I don't want to live in that world. And John Lasseter wants you to live in that world with Kevin Spacey. And those guys, they already took a hike because they knew it was good for them. But everybody else involved with this movie and the movie itself, they still need to be stopped. Pixar, I'm sorry, but I need to relinquish my fan card. I have to say that even though you brought Billy Crystal's crazy life to the big screen in a monsters Inc and a monsters Inc monsters university, I can't roll with you anymore. I can't, I can't be your fan because you are making evil movies and you're keeping them around and you're hiding them in your vault. And we want to know what's in that vault.
2: So again, if anyone knows the has like access to like a key card or something. I know you're out there. That's such a big organization as well. We need to get into this vault and crack it open and get all those secrets for ourselves.
0: all the copies of The Bug's Life. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, Robert Downey Jr. or Chris Evans, any of the Avengers, um, for all of our fans, reach out to the Avengers and ask them if they have the key to the Disney vault and then see if we can get them uh, to give us the key just for 30 minutes. All we have to do is just find all the copies and burn them to the ground. That's all we got to do. So, I think this case is closed. I I believe that there are ghosts in this movie. I'm going to give it I doubt I'm going to give it at least if if there's 100, let's see how many how many minutes are in this movie.
2: And you have to think of like a, an entire ant colony, which could be thousands of ants, and you'd have to assume that every single one of them is haunted.
1: So, it's 95 minutes 95 minutes long I'm going to say there is at least 40 ghosts per minute that's a lot of okay?
2: that's a pretty high GPM
1: exactly the the GPMs on this one are almost maxed out so for, for, for you guys counting at home whatever those numbers are it's going to come up here bing bong bing zango that's the number that we're looking at and that's a big number so what about you guys? What's your count?
0: What's my count?
1: Yeah, your ghost count. Um, he's, four. he's counting with his hands. okay <laughs> <laughs> That's a four. So four, a four ghosts for Mark. Four too many. Exactly. Wow. OK. Yes. That's the spirit. Uh, all right, so Rob, what about you?
2: I don't know, guys, like something I, I don't know what it is, like where my state of mind is. You know, I was going into this investigation very gung-ho and on your side, but for some reason there was like this – I don't know if there's any ghosts in this film.
1: I think you might be wrong on this one, Rob. I think you might be be misguided. I
2: feel
1: like John Lasseter might be getting to you.
2: I'm not sure what you're you're talking about, but I mean, I don't know. Uh, Sorry, I'm just feeling very conflicted right now. Like something is very jarring, and I feel like I'm not very safe at the moment, guys.
1: It's just that last week, you pulled this whole, I'm not uh, advertising for Premium Rush. No. Now this week, you know, all of a sudden you're pulling this whole John Lasseter thing. You, sir, you you haven't been going to yoga, have you? I mean, you I, go I, I go when I can. You haven't been going to yoga. I go when I can. And you're all out of line. You're all uh, your chakras. I can see them. They're you're loosey goosey. They're floating all around you. You're not even in a straight line. Uh,
2: uh, it's come on. It's been a rough time when's the last, since when's come the last back.
1: last you done a Trataranga dandasana? Is what I want to know.
2: Last or um, um, question. Last month.
1: Yeah. Well, you got to do them more often. Yeah. Because the next Sorry? time the next time you you, you let a spirit and you know when you're doing investigations, spirits will attack you because they want you to stop, okay? I've had an itch in my inner ear that I've wanted to itch this whole time, but I've refused because that, I will not let them stop me. but you, my friend, who has not been doing his yoga, Mr. Rob, okay, you've already gone over to the dark side one time by accident. next time. It won't be an accident. Next time, you'll walk over willingly. And I'm afraid for that day because that's the day you'll stop being my friend and you'll start being my enemy.
0: Couldn't say it better.
2: That's some heavy stuff, Joe. I just
1: had to, I I... J- I just had to tell you the truth because somebody out there is is, is messing with you. And I'm, I'm not going to let them hurt my friend like that. Not with that.
2: Oh, okay. okay, well, maybe, so, maybe I'll... I'll... I'll do my a double, v- vakra.
1: Yes, please. Upside do down cake double, tomorrow. Yes, do it upside down. Absolutely. Yeah. And try to hold your breath. Don't breathe. People tell you to breathe all the time. It's it's a lie. You're giving away your breath to so the spirits. You gotta you gotta
0: hold your breath. So I'll keep it to myself. A hot tip for all right, fans. Yeah, Stay in the exactly scene. Coming. Don't be filming any bugs with camcorders. Don't even think about it.